Hello, I'm Jim Olson, SPIN's Retail Insights Manager for Infra, here with a rundown of what's happening on the data side of the natural foods industry. Expo East and West have been two of the cornerstone trade shows in the natural foods industry for decades, an essential destination for brands looking for their big break, as well as retailers who want to keep their finger on the pulse of what's next. With the news that this year's Expo East trade show would be the final iteration, both SPINs and Infra made a point to maximize our time in Philadelphia. I myself hit the show floor with microphone in hand to interview several innovative brands and find out more about their origin stories, show preparations, and Expo as a whole. Enjoy. All right, Jim Olson, back again, Buyer's Desk listeners. I am here with Anita at Spica, the original cottage cheese bar, uh, a very delicious stop on my tour of the show floor. Uh, Anita, how is the show going for you so far? Very well. Thank you. <laughs> no, surprisingly well, because cottage cheese has finally gained recognition and acceptance in the American community. Sure, sure. Love that. You know, speaking of American community, I can't say I am, I can remember any cottage cheese bar uh, before. It's kind of a unique combination. What, uh, what was the, some of the inspiration or impetus to this product? So the impetus is that we are of Latvian heritage, and as anybody that has tried these knows, it's a European recipe that we have tweaked. Um, the basics is European dairy from Eastern Europe. And so we knew there was something interesting there. We also knew four years ago when we started working with this was that we were up against a big barrier, which was that 2% of America at the time ate cottage cheese. But the impetus was that it's something new, it's high protein dairy, um, and America was very plant-based, but there are other alternatives, and this is now one of them. I love that. Yeah, I've been able to go out to Europe, and, and European dairy agrees with me a lot better than American dairy. Do you find that to be a, a common uh, response from customers? Very much so. Yes, definitely. And European Latvia, for example, was the dairy capital of Europe before World War II. And I think for a good reason that the dairy really is of high quality. It's also different cottage cheese. Um, it's a drier cottage cheese, and we mix it with whey protein. Um, to boost the protein level above what the typical Eastern European recipe would have been. Uh, we use the local sugar, the beet sugar, um, and we've devised our own flavor profile for the American public. But it's now finally catching up where people don't avoid me if they see me, or they actually come to try it. <laughs> Lovely. I mean, uh, I think if they try the lemon, they won't regret it for sure, right? Well, the best seller at the show here is the lemon, although we're not selling it here. But it's definitely the favorite. But the best seller is the vanilla. Um, which has the least sugar and has also taken on, a, I think, a very positive uh, profile with people with weight control and portion control and um, that uphold uh, athletically oriented uh, population. Sure, sure. Now, is this your first expo? It's not. We actually tried the product um, at uh, the Baltimore show four years ago when we were working with somebody else and just gave it to people to sample to see if they would like it. And then we were here two years ago and it was doing okay. Our best probably um, inclination of what the future could bring was that we were at the Fancy Food Show in January of 2020, right before everything shut down, and the Children's Hospital of California was going to take it in San Francisco. Oh. And that to us was like, wow, this speaks very well. Sure. Um, and parents like see that their kids like it. Kids think they're eating ice cream. They're getting more protein though. So we've had um, a couple of shows, but this is definitely one where we've actually had people teaming around us to try it. And the positive response has been very ratifying. <laughs> Love to hear that. 
Now, as a, a bit of a, a trade show veteran, what are some tips and tricks that have helped you best prepare for, for Expo East? I think one thing for me has been what I heard from Holly Power when we first launched, and she said, you've got to get this into as many mouths as possible. And that is something that we've just been trying for. So we've been sampling small pieces. We've been giving out full bars like today now that we know how much we have left. And we have retailers going home with products, again, to get it out to as many people as possible. And that is the bottom line, especially with cottage cheese. <laughs> now, you have been uh, very fortunate to get a Nexty Award of nomination. You were a finalist this year, uh, a feature in innovation experience area of the show. Any other fellow nominees or other brands you've seen on the floor that have made you excited? Actually, our competitors for this award um, were the Black Sesame Almonds, which to me were very interesting. We figured they would probably get it, and they did. <laughs> the fine. And we were finalists, but they got the award. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you, Anita, for your time today. Thank you. Thank uh, you best much. of luck with the rest of the show. Thank you. All right, Jim again here taking a detour. Expo East, I know we're in Philly, but I had to bring it back home to Minnesota to my home state. Very happy to interview Jake with AcreMade. Jake, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm wonderful. Thanks for asking, Jim. Jake, AcreMade, an egg substitute. Uh, what is substituted there? Can you tell me a bit about the uh, ingredients that go into AcreMade? Absolutely. So uh, AcreMade uses domestically grown and made peas as its backbone. So we use pea protein and upcycled pea starch doing the heavy lifting um, to, to bring a nutritious, delicious, convenient egg substitute for people who are, uh, are either uh, plant curious or uh, you know, committed vegans, whatever it might be. Uh, we're just trying to provide something that's uh, a good alternative for, for anybody who, who's looking for egg-free options for, for any, any reason. I love that you said that, uh, of plant curious, right? I think so many people here, plant-based or, or substitute or alternative, and they assume that product's only for vegans or only for vegetarians. And it sounds like you wanna, you wanna take Apri Made above and beyond that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that you know, the, the, the plant-based market is, is an amazing one and so much awesome innovations coming out of it. And it's at a kind of an interesting inflection point right now. And I, and I think it's uh, up to us as uh, makers and brands and, and you know, builders to, to come up with, with solutions that I think reach outside of maybe uh, that core customer and, and not only can capture the, the hearts and minds of you know, the plant-based plant -based eaters, but the, the hearts and minds of uh, you know, just your, your average shopper wandering the, uh, wandering the aisles looking for something new and different, protein forward, healthy, whatever it might be. It's, again, it's just about creating delicious food first and then maybe talking about those, those features and benefits second. Sure, sure. I love too that you're using upcycled ingredients. You know, it's, it's one thing to take animal components out of a product, but to take an extra step to, to make sure that those ingredients that you are using are sustainable and, and eco-friendly, I think is an important step that, that uh, is starting to catch on a lot with more brands. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Um, I mean, the, the upcycle industry, I think is just, at, just getting started. And as brands become aware of, of both the opportunity from a marketing standpoint, but also from a sourcing standpoint and a you know, cost saving standpoint, there's all sorts of cool stuff that comes from trying to make use of more of our ingredients, right? You know, uh, if, if we weren't using, if we weren't using pea starch, we'd be getting rid of half of every pea practically. And, and that's just not, you know, wise use of resources. And I think it's up to all of us to try and be uh, as conscientious uh, about how we use resources as we can. And so this is a step in that direction and, and a meaningful one in our opinion. I love that. Uh, you are the recipient of a Nexty nomination this year. 
uh, really cool, great way to elevate your, your name out there. What does that mean to you in terms of how far you've come as a brand? Yeah, the next denomination is awesome, right? Coming to shows uh, as, as uh, a member, both of AcreMaid and, and other teams in the past, uh, everybody keeps an eye out for the, for the next awards. It's kind of something that's 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 new and and cutting edge, and and people who are taking taking risks and doing things that are that are driving us forward. And, and so to be considered amongst that group is definitely an honor, and I think gives us the the confidence that that we're on the right path and we're doing something that people you know will love. And and so the result of that has been a lot of a lot of inbound interest, and and we're excited about that, and 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 learning how to kind of capture that and use those tailwinds to our advantage. Love that, love that. Last question for you, uh, as we had a chance to walk the show floor a little bit, uh, any other brands jump out of you in terms of their innovation or the, the space they're trying to fill in the industry? Absolutely. AcreMade had the opportunity to participate in the, uh, the pitch slam at the beginning of the week. And we shared the stage with seven other amazing companies. Uh, and so we got to know those, those seven companies from around the country really well. And uh, it was just an awesome opportunity to kind of get up, get outside of our own geography a little bit. Uh, you know, Minnesota. You know, we we know our Minnesota friends well. But it was it was really cool to meet people from kind of every corner of the country and, and people who are again pushing the envelope in their home states, trying to build something amazing. So uh, shout out to uh, everybody there. You know, Peak State Coffee out of Boulder, Flourish uh, out of Austin, Texas, Jazzberry from New York, Prudence Wonder. From California, Yo, Yo Oaxaca, all those guys, um, all, all those 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 companies um, putting out amazing products that um, I think everybody should uh, take a look at. They're they're doing it right. I think it's the best way to put it. Fully agree. Fully agree. Well, Jake, thank you so much for your time today, and best luck for us the show. Thanks so much. Appreciate the time. All right, listeners, back again for another delicious pit stop on my Expo East journey. I am here with Kim with Prime Roots. Kim, how are you today? Good. How are you? Wonderful. Now, Kim, I first came aware of your brand thanks to a little feature in New Cult uh, uh, magazine. And I was wondering if you could just tell the listeners about Prime Roots uh, and the kind of products you make. Absolutely. So at Prime Roots, we're making plant-based deli classics out of koji, which is a Japanese fungi found in miso and soy sauce. We actually make the koji ourselves in Berkeley, California, which is where we're based. Um, and we make these beautiful whole tubs of deli meats, so ham, turkey, pepperoni, salami, um, and more that get sliced identically in a deli and get put seamlessly in the sandwich programs. Wonderful. So this is not just on store shelf. These are in delis and in other areas as well? So we're only really in delis, so grocery store delis, sandwich stores, delis, um, and we think that fresh is best. And so the, the meats actually get sliced in store. We, we're adding you know, incremental revenue uh, to deli sets, bringing vegans, vegetarians, people who might have left the deli back to the deli uh, with a delicious option. Koji, tell me a bit more about koji where it's found, some health benefits. Absolutely. So koji is a Japanese fungi. It's found in miso and soy sauce. Uh, and it's been consumed for over 10,000 years. It's a Japanese ingredient in origin. Um, it has uh, a really great umami taste, which is why like miso and soy sauce are so delicious. We make the koji ourselves, and so it, it's very meat-like in texture, just like all naturally. Um, and so we make it all in Northern California, um, and we also make our meats as well. So because koji has a natural umami taste that you find in meat and the natural texture of meat, um, we can actually make 
meat alternatives in our deli products without need for any processed plant protein. So if you read our ingredient list, it's super clean um, and it slices identically to meat. You can even like shave it and cook them. Um, it's a really, really versatile ingredient. That's fantastic. Now, one thing that I know New Lips called out, uh, Spins has called out and others is this move from just plant-based to a little more plant-elevated, maybe even a craft vegan. Uh, the mindset is, you know, we've all had a veggie burger or some non-chicken tenders, but uh, Prime Roots seem to fill that, that niche of kind of going above and beyond to someone who wants to, to have a larger lifestyle and larger non-meat options in their, in their uh, food plant. Absolutely. So, you know, we love sandwiches, we love deli meat, and you know, sandwiches are the most consumed food in the U.S., and there's really not very many options, especially not at the deli. Um, and so we're striving to have more options that are applicable to what people want to eat every single day. And I think the interesting thing about deli meat specifically is that there's been a lot of concerns about the nitrates and preservatives and conventional deli meats. We're really well, the only brand that has no nitrates whatsoever. So not even like celery salt or naturally occurring. We just don't have nitrates. We don't have preservatives. We don't have cholesterol. So it's a better for you option compared to conventional deli meat. Um, it can, compared to a lot of just plant-based alternatives, we don't need to use soy or wheat or pea. Um, and so we don't have any allergens in our product as well. And it, of course, tastes great. Of course. Now, getting the word on, like I said, I heard of you through an industry publication, but I do have to offer some congratulations. Uh, you are a freshly minted Nexty Award winner. Um, what does that mean to you as, uh, as an owner? And where do you think that can, that can help open doors for you next? We are so excited to have won the next deed. Um, we won the editor's choice and our trophy says uh, we won for blowing the judges' minds, uh, which <laughs> is a huge compliment. And we're super, super excited to be recognized um, amongst, you know, some of really the best brands out there, um, you know, as a newer brand to the market. Uh, we actually started in 2017, so I've been around for six years, but focused through the first like five years of the company just on developing the products, which is why they're really, we think, a cut above the rest. The, the last year we've been getting to market and winning an award like this so early in our go-to-market is just really, really exciting. That's fantastic. Now, I see you have a small team here. Does that mean you've had a chance to, to walk around the floor? And if so, are there any other brands that have caught your eye this week that uh, are inspiring or, or think this could be a, a, a new honest? I wish I had the time to have walked the floor already. It's day, it's last day. I have two hours, so I'm going to do it soon. But we've been super busy the whole time, which is great. Yeah. But just in like walking around briefly, definitely seeing a lot of just brands that are, are really amping up the flavors um, in a lot of, you know, maybe more traditional categories, um, categories that haven't been innovated in. And that's, you know, some more philosophy to what we're doing. And so love seeing bold flavors, love seeing new and more sustainable packaging and formats as well. I'm excited to walk around and see what else there is. Well, cool. Well, I won't uh, hold you back. Go enjoy. And uh, thanks for the time. Thank you. Today, I am here with Jessica Maniscalco and Rachel Bropes. Two of our fabulous Spins retail account managers. Uh, Jess, what number expo is this for you? I believe it's five. It's so great to be here. And Rachel, you? This is my first one, so I'm really excited to get the expo experience and see some new and upcoming brands. What are your impressions as a first timer? I am definitely overwhelmed in a good way. I love seeing all the brands getting together and just really talking about innovation and seeing new trends. Um, it's been a great time. And Jess, what makes you come back year over year? 
I just like seeing everyone from the industry get together and really understanding what's driving trends and understanding what the shopper's looking for and what the next big thing is. Jess, as somebody who report, who supports retailers to make sure they have the best experience possible, what are some of the, the pre-steps you make before you even land in Philadelphia? Yeah, so I always say uh, the best thing that you can do to have the most successful shows possible is plan. So some of the things that I like to do is use resources to understand who's going to be at the show. And aside from just understanding who's going to be here, know what the trends are coming in. So it's important to understand what's driving not only data in the marketplace, but understand what shoppers are looking for. So you can look for those things as you go through the aisles of Expo, see what the new innovation is. Um, and really talk with brands to understand what their experience over the last year has been. So preparing is the best thing you can do, whether it's budgeting your time or understanding what sessions are going to be available. Sounds like a lot of things that Spin's going to absolutely help with. Oh, absolutely. Rachel, as a first-timer, what are some lessons learned or best tips you'd give somebody else? Having Jessica as a coworker has definitely helped. Definitely made a plan and looked up the exhibitor list and found a, a game plan to look into new brands. Uh, I would say you definitely have to prioritize your time. It's hard to hit every booth that you want to see. And definitely going to those sessions that you can to get more insights and more data and getting to talk to Spins Insiders and seeing what's really trending in the market and speaking with retailers, knowing what they're looking for is definitely what this helped. Now, to both of you, as you mentioned, Spins is great at helping retailers and brands understand big trends coming through in the industry. Uh, and with trends comes innovation. And Jess, what does innovation mean to you? Yeah, so innovation can mean a lot of different things. And I kind of think of it in, in two different ways. So innovation to me as a shopper means taking care of myself in a way that is going to prioritize my health and keep me healthy and, and happy in the long term and, and keeping up with what where my health is today and where it needs to be tomorrow. So that's what it means to me as a shopper. Now, Having been someone who has supported retailers for a long time, innovation to them not only means keeping up with that as a, a shopper goal in mind, but also they are here to make money and be successful as a business. So they have to balance that as well. So that's where really the data part comes in and understanding what trends in the marketplace means. So we need to help them find that balance of not, what, not only what is going to make the shopper happy, healthy, and successful with their long-term goals, but what's going to make them profitable. So that's where that planning and, and understanding the marketplace with trends can, can really help and, and spins can certainly assist with that. Love it. Rachel, keep on that innovation theme. What is one of the more innovative brands you've seen today or this week? Uh, one brand that I definitely thought was innovative was one that Jessica and I just recently tried um, it's avocado tropical blends by Fresh Court, and we tested a avocado dessert spread. And I was a little hesitant at first to try it, but it was a great, great dessert. It was, I think, 80 calories just, so it's a great replacement for ice cream or one of those desserts that you have at night. So it curbs cravings and is healthy for you, but tastes just like um, a dessert snack. So I thought that was really awesome. and. I would, I'm interested to see how it goes into retail and how consumers react to it. Love it. And Jess, how about you? What's something you saw innovative that's, that's filling a, a neat state or a, a gap in a, the industry? 
Yeah, something that I thought was really innovative was snoods. Um, they've been getting a little bit of press lately, but it is a ramen-based uh, kind of dry, crunchy snack with a little bit of kick to it. So I know they had a, a great booth in the innovation section of the show floor, but just really unique and something different, really hitting on that uh, spicy, spicy trend that we're seeing. So I enjoyed them. Yeah, I've definitely seen a lot more brands embracing the heat. Uh, not afraid to appeal to those customers, which are a larger base than I feel like some people take for granted. Yep. Uh, any other brand shout outs, things that, that really hit the sweet spot for you? So I've been noticing um, over the last couple years at Expo a bigger focus on women's health. And one of the brands that was also in that innovation uh, part of the show, which was new this year, um, was Be Free. So menstrual cups are a great alternative to traditional tampons or pads. And this specific brand is wonderful because you don't need a pot of water to boil it or take care of it. And that's great for women in developing communities who may not have access to clean water, but it's just also great for those of us who may be on the run and maybe don't have a, a sink available um, when we're on the go. So it's a great product, very flexible, and I was happy to see them as a winner uh, in the next category as well this year. Rachel, a last brand shout out for you. Uh, definitely going off of Jessica's point, we've been seeing women's health as a huge trend and I saw My Period Pal, which is a reflexology band that naturally eases uh, menstrual discomfort and I thought that was an amazing product and I saw it, it was innovative. I've seen reflexology and wave bands really working in other parks like people with nausea and other problems and I thought that was a great product. Yeah, so going off of Jessica's point about women's health, I saw Revolve Cares, which is free flow underwear. They don't use any treatments on their underwear, so you don't have to worry about any chemicals or any harmful parts, you know, hitting your body. And they're certified in Canada. They have all different types of slow underwear and also different styles. And I just saw it. That was amazing to see at East and finally see that women's health isn't a topic that we're just going to push under the rug and not speak to. Well, but Jessica, any last uh, trends that folks should be aware of coming out of the show? Well, we are getting into uh, the holiday season here. And one thing I love to see continue to build momentum year after year is natural seasonals. We know that there's been conventional seasonals forever, but it's great to see momentum continue to build in this area. Um, Elmhurst was one that Rachel and I stopped by uh, this morning and they have some great innovation with pumpkin and lavender, specifically in oat milk. So that is on fire right now, both in creamers and milks and super tasty. The other one um, with, was with Choxo, beautiful product with their peppermint chocolate, in fact, a Netsy winner, but also some exciting things for spring coming up, so definitely keep an eye on them. Even now oils in um, the, the supplements aisle, they have some great essential oils with some, some uh, winter flavors as well, so keep an eye on those, but love sea seasonals coming up. Love it, same here. Well, thank you both for your time. Make sure to stretch and enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks, James, Jim. While Expo East is riding off into the sunset, the advantages and importance of key trade shows are no less relevant. Hopefully the brands I interviewed, along with so many others, were able to use their Expo experience to catapult themselves to the next level in their development. My thanks to AcreMaid, Spica, Prime Roots, and Spins Retail Strategists Jessica and Rachel for their time and thoughtful responses. As always, we'll see you at the show.